0: Hey, what's up? Welcome back. I am back all by myself. The way you like it. The last few Fridays, I had Shady. Some of you liked him, some of you didn't. And then last Friday, I had Bubba Morales. Bubba Morales. That is not her last name. I said Shady's last name. That's kind of funny. But I have Bubba on. French fry and fairy tales. A lot of you liked her. She's a dope person. She knows how to do a podcast. She knows when to speak and when not to speak. So it went kind of smoothly. The only thing I was tripping out on her. Because I let her be a guest host. She wanted to ask me questions. She was saying, I have questions for you. The questions I have, people want to know. Fine. You can ask me these questions, bubs. What are they? She comes on a podcast. And hear me out. If I didn't know better, because all she was asking me was relationship questions about the new girl I'm talking to. So if I didn't know any better, I would think that she has a huge crush on your man the rock me rock nasty Rocky Nash
1: what's wrong with you why are you acting like a stranger that is exactly what I am to you a stranger somebody you do not know now either you go in there or you tell them your lies or you leave me the hell alone
0: I mean how nosy can you be please woman please And it's cool. She's married. Shout out to her husband who's listened to this podcast, to this episode, your adult man. But check your wife. Honestly, check your wife. She's way out of line asking me inappropriate questions. Not only inappropriate questions, but I think she tried to sabotage my new relationship because she knew the flaming hot Cheetos in the bed in Vegas was not the girl I'm talking to. She knew that was Wisconsin. She knew that. She knew that. But she was trying to break me and my babe up. Let me tell you one thing, French Ryan fairy tale. It's going to take a lot more than that to break us up. And that's a fact. You could take that to the bank. But I'm not going to hate on her. I'm not going to hate on her because. It is not her fault. It's not her fault. She caught the vapors. She caught the The vapors. Yeah. She caught the vapors. French Fry and Fairy Tales, you caught the motherfucking vapors. (laughs) Anyways, I want to thank you, French Fry and Fairy Tales, for coming on the show and being a guest host. I don't really care for guests, but if you want to be a guest host, that was amazing. Because I feel like a guest, I'm asking questions about them. If I have a guest host, it's them asking questions about me. And since this is Nashville, they need to be questions about me. Because you want to know about me. You don't care about anybody else. It's not called fucking Bubbaville. It's called Nashville. Anyways, thank you for coming on. Thank you for posting a podcast. Believe it or not, that's a big deal to me. People posting and reposting things. We have a lot of people. We have guests that go on Street Scholars. And we promote every guest that's on the show because we promote the show. All of us. Some of us on Street Scholars promote. But sometimes you have a guest on the show And they don't really promote the episode they were on, which I find very weird. And a lot of times it's because the guests, they don't like the way they came out on the show because it says stupid shit. They got too comfortable. They said this, they said that. Or a lot of times guests will get drunk before the show and they say really stupid shit. I can't tell you how many times that we had a guest on the show and they would say, can you delete that episode? I don't want the episode um, airing. And for the first couple seasons, we did that. I've done that even for some of my friends that were on the podcast. They came on. They said stupid shit or they said shit they weren't supposed to say or they said shit they regret. Please delete the episode, please. I did it. I don't do that shit no more. I'll delete the episode if it was a whack ass episode, if the guests really sucked. I done that a lot of times. I'll tell wacko even before, like r- right when the show's over and the guests leaves, I go delete that shit. I done that many times. A lot of you guys, t- a lot of times, you guys probably think we're on, we're on a break or something, but maybe it was three episodes, three guests that really sucked ass. And I said, delete that shit. Not airing that. It's whack. Not because we were whack. Not because I was whack. Because the guest says stupid shit. A lot of guests get drunk on the show. And we need to be better at that shit. But anyways, what I was saying where I'm going with this is Bub. she promote the show on her own. And I I like that. That was dope. Thanks, Bubs. I know you have a big podcast listening. Curvy Conversations. Check it out. It's, um, it's called Curvy Conversations, because when she first started, and I, and I listened to her podcast, actually, for the most part, I really do. And it's called Curvy Conversation. It started with her and her friend, her cousin, Lydia. I believe her name is Lydia. Lydia wants me so bad. She's the one that she was trying to hook me up with, and I said no. No means no. So they're both heavyset girls. Big boned. They're plus size. It's fine because they're both confident with it. I could say it. She said fat's a word. Just a word. As long as you don't use it in a bad term. So there's some fat girls. You know what? That don't even sound right. Bubs. I can't say fat. It don't sound cool. I don't want to say fat. There's some plus size girls that have a podcast called Curvy Conversation. It started off as them being Really confident with yourself, like we're big, we're here, something like that. I don't think that was their slogan or their model, but it was like to build girls' confidence, or like be be comfortable with yourself, looking in the mirror, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it changed a little bit now. It changed. It's still about confidence, but it's it, so. What I'm trying to tell you is, you don't have to be a plus size girl. To listen to this podcast. He could be. You be a you could be a guy and listen to her podcast. It's cool. So check check her shit out. Curvy conversations, it's on Apple, Spotify, Google, Grinder, all of that kind of shit. We'll be right back. Commercial break. This episode is brought to you by. Are you tired of going to the mall and seeing nothing but skinny jeans and silky shirts? Do you want to dress like a man again? Well, go to TripleOGBrand.com. There you'll find some cool shirts, shorts, sweats, even bandanas. Stop being lame and stop dressing lame. Go to TripleOGBrand.com. Welcome back. I don't know about you. But I want to vent to you about something. I know I vent a lot on here, but it's my thing. So let me vent. Let me tell you what I don't like. I went out to eat last week, went to dinner with my sister, her husband, her kids. Sitting down, Mexican restaurant. Order drinks. We're talking to each other, the kids are involved in a conversation, etc. Why are the kids involved in this conversation? Well, because my sister would not let her kids have their phones while they're eating. And I'm bringing this up because while we were eating dinner at a Mexican restaurant, there was a Mexican family next to us. It was a mom probably in her 50s, and she had two teenage boys. One was probably 16, 17, the other one maybe about 13, 14, around that age. You could tell. It was the weirdest and awkward table in the fucking restaurant. If nobody was there, you wouldn't hear a thing in the restaurant. Maybe the cooks only. And I say that because... The mom was like by herself. The two teenage boys had their phones out. Watching YouTube or whatever they're doing on their fucking phone. Not only did they have their phones out, they both have earpieces on in their fucking ear. Nobody was talking to anybody at the fucking table. The mom was alone. And I want to say I felt sorry for the mom because her boys were fucking ignoring her. There was no, there wasn't one conversation, one word that was said at that table. And like I said, I want to feel sorry for the mom, but at the same time, at the same time, when is the mom gonna say, you know what, that's enough? Give me your fucking phones, take your earpieces out. Talk to me. I'm here in front of you. Talk to each other. At least fight. Brothers fight all the time. Brothers argue. At least do that. Do something. But get off your phone. It's so rude and so disrespectful to your parents when you're doing that shit. Maybe, I don't know if whoever listens to this, if you do it with your fucking kids or not. If you do, I hope you stop doing that shit. As a matter of fact, maybe I should do this as well. Maybe I'm preaching to myself. Not that I let my son be on his phone when he's eating. But maybe when we go to a restaurant or whenever we're in public, you know what? Leave your fucking phone in the car. You're not even allowed to take your phone out to the restaurant or where we at. This is my time. This is our time. Leave your phone in the fucking car. You're not taking it. As a matter of fact, you could take it but it will be in my pocket. You see that everywhere more and more. Even at the mall. People are walking while they're looking on their phone. People are fucking bumping into each other, running into each other because they're not looking where they're going because they're on their fucking phone. And I'm on my phone a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I'm on my phone more than I should be. I'm getting better at it, especially when I watch Bridgerton or a good Netflix series. I got to put my phone away because a lot of times I catch myself when I'm watching a good episode, I got to rewind it because I missed it because I'm on Instagram or watching or I'm just on my phone. So I'll go, I'm like, what the fuck happened? So I caught myself rewinding a lot of shows because I'm not paying attention to it. So now on a good show, this is my time. This is my time right here. Let me put my phone away and have my time and watch my show. I don't care what Instagram people are doing. I don't care who's texting me. Let's see my babe. I don't care. A lot of us need that. We need our time, my time. And kids are too young to be like that already. When the last time you seen kids play kickball in the street? Play hide and go seek in the street. Play tag touch football in the street. When the last time you drove your car in the street and you had to stop because there was kids in the street. Kids riding their bikes. Kids doing anything in the streets. When the last time you drove in the street and had to stop for kids playing in the street? Think about it. You're going to tell me that that's not a fucking problem with society? The streets are empty and we can't blame it on COVID, the pandemic, quarantine. This shit was happening before all that bullshit, before 2020. One last time you take your kid to the park. We got to be better. We got to do better. Our kids will be better if we do this. The only thing about that is, when they're not on their phone, you're going to have to be a parent. You're going to have to talk to them. You're going to have to play with them. You're going to have to conversate with them. Look, don't get mad at me because I'm saying this shit. Because I'm saying this shit to myself. I'm looking in the mirror, preaching to myself. My son is on his phone a little bit too much as well. He knows too much about Star Wars, Marvel, Fortnite, all that shit. He YouTubes it all day. When he's not playing it or watching it, he's YouTubing it. He knows shit that he shouldn't know. That's irrelevant. Imagine if our kids were on their phones other tablets learning about science and math, how smart they would be. And I know that's impossible and stupid to even think they would do that. But I'm saying there's a problem when my son could have Minecraft build a whole house from scrap, from nothing. I'm talking about bedrooms, kitchen, etc. He could build all those things on the computer. But he doesn't know how to make a bed properly. He doesn't know how to fold his clothes properly. That's a problem. There's a problem that I took my son to go see the Marvel exhibit. And he knew all the characters history. All the way back. Every single one of them. There's a problem that if I take him to a real museum. He's not going to know the history of real people. In real history, U.S. history, world history. He doesn't know as much as he does about fake character comic books. And that's a fucking problem. There's a problem that he knows more about Iron Man than he does George Washington. There's a problem that he knows about Wanda than he does about Anne Frank. There's a problem when he knows about Hulk than he does Martin Luther King Jr. Those are fucking problems. Those are major problems. And you're saying, while he's a kid, relax. But my point that I'm saying If they could learn that, and they could ace that, and they could be a genius at that, imagine what other things that they could be a genius at. That's what I'm saying. We'll be right back. Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, I'll take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. So, I wanted to get into this just real quick for about five to ten minutes or so. My friend got caught cheating with his chick. He's been with the chick for at least five years or more. He got caught cheating. It happened. She's one of those chicks that really doesn't put up with shit. At least that's the persona she puts out. She broke up with him. Get the fuck out of my life. We're good. I don't need you. It's over. Leave loser. Get away from me. All that kind of stuff. He begged and begged for her to forgive him. Give me a second chance, babe. Give me a second chance. Please, I'll do anything. I want to quote Caps Lock, the anything part. Because that's where this comes in. And I want your opinion on this, kind of. I'm not going to hear it, really. She said, you want me back? After a week or so, she missed him, and she shouldn't miss him. I mean, they loved each other, right? She says, if you want me back, she didn't make him delete his social media. No, 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 no. It's not that easy. Play ya. She says, if you want me back, You got to earn my trust again. And I always preached on that. Trust comes before love. I don't care how bad you love something. If you don't trust that person, love is out the window. It's done. Because that's toxic love. And there is such thing as toxic love. Love that's not good for you. Back to my story. She says, if you want me back... I need your password not only to your phone but I want your password to your Instagram and Snapchat as well what? I want your password to your phone and social media if you want me back I need that without hesitation he said fuck it here it is. Here's my password. She has it. She's has his password for me about a year now. I talked to both of them. She says she really doesn't really look anymore. She said it's pointless. There's nothing to find, so why even look? He earned his respect back, not respect but trust. Maybe learn his trust and respect back they're happy this is the thing though and this is what they're kind of debating arguing in front of me he said that he wanted to change his password to be more private, that he earned the trust back that she shouldn't trip over it anymore. She's saying, of course, well, if you have anything to hide, then why hide it? Why do you need to change your password? And I get it. I get both sides. And that's always a arguing with people about the passwords and codes and so on and so on. I want to be in a relationship where I can leave my phone in front of my chick and not trip who texts me or DMs me. I'm not scared. I'm good. But sometimes there should be privacy. Like if my ph- if my chick want to use my phone, here, baby, of course use my phone. But I should be able to trust you not to dive in my phone, not to be nosy in my phone, not because I'm a creep because you trust me, but because sometimes I have private conversation with my friends. And a lot of my friends vent to me and I vent to my friends back. And they're telling me things that are private that my chick should not know. I know a lot of chicks think guys just do stupid ass talk, but not really. Some of us get in some deep conversation and say some personal things. At least I do with my friends. We say personal shit to each other that our chicks should not know. Because not everything should be pillow talked about. Not everything. But I could say this, and I'll leave you with this. And we've seen it before, we've heard it before through social media. But if you're with your boyfriend or girlfriend and you're in their car and you're driving and you're listening to their music on an auxiliary card or Bluetooth and they stop to put gas. Now listen carefully. If they grab their phone to take with them inside the gas station to pay for gas. If they take their phone with them and leave you without music for that quick two minutes, there's only one reason why. And yes, you guessed it. You're in the car with a cheater. With a creep. With somebody that's entertaining other people and you could fight with me on this if you want, but you're wrong. You're telling me this person can't go pay for gas, doesn't take one to two minutes tops without his phone. You are delusional and you're an idiot. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Nashville, episode 24. Have a great week. I'll see you guys Friday.
1: Baby.